What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. calling this Geek Vibes Interview. Um, We have a very, very special guest with us today. Um, But before I announce our special guest, let me say I am uh, joined with Joel and Kanan. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Really? How's everybody out there? Thank you, Kanan, for being more enthusiastic. Um, <laughs> yes, I am very enthusiastic about this. I'm so excited. I am, too. I'm going to have to refill Joel's batteries, it looks like. Um, <laughs> you need another drink. All right, so I will not, you know, drag us out any further. We are joined by a very special guest. We are joined by Brian McManaman. Um who plays Clayface on Gotham. Um, we are huge fans of the show. Yep. Brian, what's going on? Hey, how's everybody? We are good. We are good. We have so many questions to throw at you. <laughs> we will- <laughs> well, I'm really happy that you guys uh, have asked, and um, yeah, this will be fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll get, we'll get right into it. Um, Kanan, I know you wanted to ask a couple of questions. I'll let you start, and then me, and then I'll go, and then Joel will go. Okay, sure. I'd just like to start off by saying thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to speak with you. Uh, as a as a fan of Gotham, this is huge for you know to me. Uh, I love the show. I love your work. I'm really hoping you know to see more of it. Um, so for me, I'm a huge DC Comics fan. As the guys mm-hmm. with Geek Vibes can tell you, I defend DC to a T. Uh, so <laughs> I wanted to ask you, uh, have you always been a DC Comics fan? Is this something that you were familiar with, uh, you know, going in? Uh, and, if, and if you were a DC Comics fan, what, you know, what, uh, you know, which comic book character or you know, which, uh, you know, villain was your favorite? Yeah. Well, I guess the short answer is I wasn't always. And, but I have to say, looking back on it, I do remember a lot, um, from growing up, I grew up in the, you know, in the eighties and nineties. And, uh, if you were alive, then, you know, that there was the animated series on TV and it was a huge thing for everyone. My cousin who I'm closest in age to, was a huge comic book fan and huge DC Comics fan. And so through him, I <clears throat> I guess I would say I appreciated it, but it was never my, my sort of jam. 
Um, and then when I got cast in this role, and even before, you know, in researching the history of this character, I got really excited. And it's 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 phenomenal to see how much interest there is in this character and in all of these characters. And so I have to say, I'm um, you know I've jumped on the bandwagon in a big way, and uh, I'm loving it. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, so in in preparing for the role, uh, what was some of your favorite source material? Did you go back and watch the Batman the Animated Series uh, cartoon? I mean, Clayface was uh, featured heavily there, or did you you know find certain uh, you know comic books that um, kind of helped you prepare for the role, or did you just you know kind of bring your own style to it? Um, well, it was first reading the script and finding out what Gotham was interested in um, in the role. And then from that point, when, when I sort of had the audition, I popped into Forbidden Planet on Broadway in New York City, which is a huge comic book store. I don't know if you guys are in New York at all, but it's a, it's a huge destination for all, all things comic books. And I walked by it a lot in the village. And uh, when I got the audition, I, I sort of walked in and asked one of the people who worked there because I assumed they would know who Clayface was. And I thought that they would be <laughs> the experts I, I should, uh, you know, speak with. So I, I asked this one woman, well, actually I asked the man behind the desk, uh, if anybody knew anything about Clayface and they pointed me in the direction of some books. And then this woman came over who works there and she is a huge Clayface fan. And so she sort of walked me through some of, uh, the books, and some of the source material, um, some of the comics themselves. And uh, I got to see some of the, you know, the first Clayface mentions. And so that was my first, I guess, piece of research. And then from that point, I really, I watched the animated series. I can't remember if I watched the animated series before or after I got cast, but um, that was, I thought that was amazing. I mean, those episodes are genius. And that, I think the legacy of Clayface is just, so exciting in terms of what the possibilities are for this guy. And uh, so that, that's sort of how, <clears throat> how I looked at it and how I went into it. And then of course, what was on the page, you know, what the script had said and, and how this character's sort of coming out um, uh, in terms of the world of Gotham. Yeah. Cause it's kind of just, you know, him kind of being introduced and, and stuff like that. But um, I can, you know, see it from that. And uh, Juwan, do you want to ask anything, or can I ask? Could I ask one more? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into my question. We can go to Joel, and then we sure, can go take ahead. it right back. Um, so, so Brian, so what we've seen of Clayface so far, um, you kind of get the idea that he's hired help uh, in the sense <laughs> of someone, somebody to be somebody else. Right. <laughs> you're the call that they're making. So do you see Clayface somebody who's trying to find his way or is he literally just an instrument of, I don't want to say destruction, but of somewhat chaos. Um, you know, he, we saw him for the first time, I believe when he took over uh, Jim Gordon, when they were kind of yeah. making Jim crazy. Um, and it was it the basement of uh, Arkham. Yep. I think, I think it was. Yep. Okay. Um, and then I think we saw him again uh, doing the bidding of the Riddler. Right. 
Um, so would you say he's more of hired help or just trying to find his way? That's a really good question. I think that it's hard to say at this point from what we've seen of him and what the future of him is. I was excited by how they introduced, reintroduced him this season. Um, he's definitely, you know, I think learning his way, I would say, because even just in the little bit of, of um, sort of speaking that he did in this last episode, you know, he speaks about not getting the voice quite right when it comes to, um, you know, Oswald's father. And I think that kind of indicates that he's not entirely, he hasn't arrived yet in terms of his full potential, which I'm really intrigued by. And I think will play itself out in future episodes. Um, I hope. And uh, so, I mean, he also was, you know, product of Dr. Strange. And so his, you know, he's a, he's a creation uh, that is either intended to be a great actor or in some ways led to believe he's becoming a great actor. And uh, I think that's a fun part of the character too. Like how skilled is he? Um, and a lot, you know, I think Gotham fans went crazy over, uh, you know, Clayface Gordon and all of that. And I thought that that was really funny. And I thought Ben did an incredible job in that, you know, the, the season finale with, um, you know, being taken over by Clayface. And that was really exciting to see. And so I guess if you look at how Clayface performed as Jim Gordon and how he performed as Oswald's father, I think that uh, he's getting better. And so that's, I think, um, leading us to some, some, future possibilities of, of what he can do. No, I, I, absolutely. And it was definitely really fun to, to see um, Gordon face off against Gordon, um, <laughs> you know, once, once Clay, uh, Clayface transformed. I guess my, my next question is, um, so we know Clayface from the comics being that huge mud mud type of clay monster. Clay monster. Yeah. Um, you being somebody who's playing uh, more of a realistic clay face to where you can expand yeah. your face stuff um, rather than becoming that huge clay monster. My question yeah. is, would you prefer it to continue to be as, as it is now, or would you like to see the progression of your character be him turning into the big uh, clay monster? I mean, I don't have a preference really at this point. I think it's, it's sort of whatever the show needs is best for, uh, whatever's best for the show. But as you can see from characters on Gotham to date, people are evolving. You know, people are evolving in um, in how they're really, I think the show is brilliant in many ways because of it being the genesis of these characters. And then over time you get to see how they start to take on ownership of who they are and, and grow. And I think we're about to see some really exciting things with, you know, <clears throat> Penguin and Riddler and all of what's coming up with, you know, Riddler actually really owning who he is and growing into that. And so I think the same is, could be true for any character on the show. And I certainly hope it's true for Clayface. Absolutely. We do too, because we love Clayface and we love what you're doing with him on Gotham. Um, so Joel, Joel, you want to get into your question? So we go back to Kanan. Yeah. Uh, I'll, throw, I'll throw mine out. Mine is more like, um, how how was your time on the set? And it's really more of a two-parter. How was your time on the set 
And I remember seeing a picture of your face being off stretch. So that's like a makeup. Or you, how much time did you spend on the makeup chair for that? Well, for the the first episode in season two, that I spent a lot of time um, in in you know getting fitted for those prosthetics, and um, most of it was done with with practical makeup versus CGI. And uh, I spent a lot of time in that chair getting that, you know, they made a full head cast of me and uh, that involved a lot of, um, a lot of time and a lot of work on, on behalf of all of the, the makeup team there. And it's wild what they can do. I mean, I have to say I was blown away by the, uh, the skill of these people who have devoted their life to uh, makeup and hair. And uh, it was intense. I mean, I was in that chair getting, basically wrapped in silicone for uh, you know a few an hour at least and you lose the ability to see and they cover your ears and they leave only open your nose and uh they create a cast basically so that they can do whatever they need to do when you're not there and uh from that i think they created a uh a, a bald cap for me to wear so i don't have to shave my head every time i play this guy which i did originally which was a crazy thing to do and I was game. Um, and, uh, but yeah, they're geniuses. I mean, and also really great people. I mean, they, they are underappreciated in every way by, uh, <clears throat> you know, I think by, I, I think people just sort of think it's all magic, but it, it takes a lot of hard work and they're really, really incredible people. So shout out to them. They're really amazing. Yeah. They, they're kind of, they, I like what they did on the show. They've done a really Job and Gotham. I'm, I've, I've always said they, they do really good work um, visually. Yeah, I mean the show. detail too. The, the you know the eyeballs that I have, those were like uh, like yeah. I went to a, an optometrist, a specialist here in the city who deals uh, particularly with contact lenses. They were then they fitted a contact for my eye specifically, and then they uh, what did they do? They, and then they um, sent them out to LA where somebody painted them specifically to look however they wanted. And then, um, and then I wore them in both in, in both episodes. And that's, that's pretty wild. That level of um, attention to detail. And uh, it's incredible. I mean, the wig that they, they crafted in this last episode to look exactly like Oswald's father. It was, it was, it's wild how much resources, um, you know, I come from the theater and so to see how much, uh, how much time money is spent on, on this, you know, on, on this uh, special effects, is, it's it's incredible. It's really amazing. Yeah, I always, that's really cool. I mean, like, there is a big difference between theater and television. Um, yeah. How, how do you like that? How do you like working in television as compared to theater? Well, they're really different. I mean, it's it's crazy how different they are. I, you know, I grew up in the theater and I've spent a lot of time uh, working on plays and the time is different. You know, you come together, you, you rehearse and then you have the, the production happen and then it's over. Whereas this has the potential to go on for, for years. So you could actually see the evolution of a character over a long period of time with a lot of consistency um, of cast. And, you know, so it's got that longevity, which is exciting. Um, what I love about Gotham is it's pretty there's a lot of theater actors on this show and um, some of my favorite theater actors. I think that Robin is 
so incredible. And Corey, I had seen in plays in New York for years, and it was a treat to work with him because because they're so talented. But the, and then BD, of course, who has a an incredible career as an actor in, in both film, television, but then also in theater. And they bring such a, a sense of theatricality to their work at Gotham, and I think that 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 this show really wants that kind of size that you don't often get in, you know, a lot of what, what's out there in terms of TV. So you get to play a lot. I mean, Clayface is ridiculous in terms of what they're asking me to do. And that's a lot of fun, you know, shape-shifting in and out of people and stretching your face. That's all, that's all pretty wild and, and uh, theatrical. So I think this show has a lot, a lot of similarities with theater. Uh, absolutely. And I mean, honestly, Gotham has some of the best, uh, collection of, of actors and actresses. Um, everybody brings you in, whether it's in a good way or a bad way. But that's what television or movies are supposed to do. You're supposed to feel, you know, either way. And I yeah. think something that, um, that gets lost uh, and, and doesn't get enough, um, you know, uh, credit for is how um, Gotham really does put you in your feet to where either you're watching Gordon and you're going, this is a guy who just wants the city to be pure, to be good, you know, for, for the law to be, you know, uh, the, the right path and showing people the right way to go about things. Um, then you have his partner who's more like, I know how the city really works. You're going to have to get your hands dirty in some aspects. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there's, there's other characters like the Penguin, someone who wants power but looks like he doesn't necessarily know how to how to deal with all of it. Um, Mm -hmm. The Riddler kind of just wanted love. You know, there's so many Mm -hmm. different aspects. And then you have Gordon's um, ex, who's just crazy, Barbara, who's just crazy. Yeah, who's just crazy. You don't know how to feel about Barbara. She's just crazy. She's Um, amazing. I have to say, she is one of my favorite actors on the show. And uh, I think she's, she's brilliant. She's really brilliant. I love working with her. That scene we had together was really exciting for me. Uh, she's wild. She has such great range. She can, she mm-hmm. can seem really crazy in one part and then just be this beautiful, delicate flower in the next. And mm-hmm. not everybody can do that and do it convincingly. Um, and that's why, again, I say, you know, I tip my hat to Gotham and all of its writers, directors, and uh, its, its cast because And casting, yeah. And casting is such a big part of the show, too. Like, who casts this um who brings these actors in and gets them to, to take these roles. I think they, there are also some people who could um, use some extra credit too. I mean, they do such a great job with every role on this, on this show. Absolutely. Uh, That that was kind of, you kind of mentioned it a little bit with, um, with uh, Barbara, but I am curious, who is your favorite? cast member um, that you've worked with or who is somebody that you haven't worked with that you're dying to work with that's on the show? Yeah, well, I think I I need to have a, I need to have a scene with Bruce Wayne. You know, I think it would be so fun to work with David and I haven't had a chance to meet him because we've never been there on the same day. Um, And, and Sean who plays Alfred is, you know, I think he's probably one of the most talented people on the show. He's, he's just, I imagine him to be a great guy, although I haven't met him yet. Um, I would love to have a scene with him. 
Absolutely. So, okay. So that's who you'd like to work with. So who is your favorite that you have worked with? <laughs> yeah, that's tough. What, what, what if they hear? No, who, who, who are my favorites? It's easy, actually. I really loved working with BD. Um, I think he's a genius and he works so hard. I have to say that when I was on set with him, he was taking care of me in such a great way that you would sort of expect somebody who's been around a while. Uh, and had been on the show for a while to do. But I think, you know, it, it takes extra effort to be kind and uh, look out for other people. And I got to tell you, B.D. Wong did that, as well as, I have to say, Paul Rubin, who, who played, uh, you know, who I grew up watching and loved so much as Pee Wee. And then to be working with him, that was like a dream. And, you know, never in my life did I sort of imagine I would, you know, be hanging out with uh, Paul Rubin. And... He, you know, I think he was a huge, he's a huge favorite for everyone on that set. Everyone really adored him. I mean, I can imagine, because uh, when I when I first heard he got cast, I was just like, oh, they're going to kind of give him like this comedic type of role, you know, it's going to be funny. And then when I saw the really yeah. serious aspect of him, I was just like, this is why you love guys like that. Right. Guys that yeah. you're used to one thing from, but they have such a diverse uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Way of acting that you never know what you could get. He could throw a joke and then he could be dead serious for the rest of yeah. the time on. And I think he did a great job as Pee Wee, but I think he did an even better job in this small capacity of a role that he had in Gotham. Showed some range. Just because it showed range. And I think that's what's very important that you're not a one sided type of, of performer, that there's, there's range to you. Right. Um, but I feel as though I'm holding, I'm holding all the questions to myself. Kanan, did you have any more questions? Sorry, Kanan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's okay. No, I just wanted to, I just wanted to kind of piggyback what you said about range. I, I think that's one thing that I love about Gotham is the, that every act, so far to me, every actor that's been cast, uh, is perfect for the role. I mean, uh. And there, there is so much range, and you, and they're such good actors that you see them uh, evolving with ease. You know, there's, I've no, I've not watched any episode of Gotham where the acting just like made me cringe, or I kind of just wanted to mute it because it was just terrible dialogue. I feel like the show flows, you know, very smoothly. So, I, I mean, hats off to Fox and the the showrunners for Gotham for always putting the best talent on screen, and I think. There's going to be even more talent um, in the future, but uh, just they, just, they uh, care a lot about this show. I have to say, everyone, the showrunners and everyone uh, who writes for it, they're the real deal. They really care. I know there's a, a lot of opinions about, and and a lot of um, you know, I think a, a lot of people have these characters are really close to people's hearts, and um, it's tough when you start playing around with that but I think that they always do it with the best intentions and sometimes I think people really respond and sometimes people don't but they do it with great integrity and uh, are really good people to work with so I'm really I'm really happy to be on the show exactly yeah and and I mean your own you know probably in my opinion the best DC show and you know Gotham City and Batman is the biggest is is the biggest in comic books. I mean, he's I'm a Superman fan, but mm-hmm. you know, I will admit that Batman is is number one. So you know, <laughs> Warner Brothers and DC they're always trying to expand the Batman universe, and so I mean, hats off to you for getting this opportunity because this is 
I mean, if you're going to be in any property, you know, definitely the Batman universe is the one to be in. But I have yeah, uh, it's great. Just, uh, just a. I wanted to ask you, was this something that someone in Fox saw you and said, "Hey, we want you to come in and read for this," or was this something that you just saw and you went and and auditioned? And uh, it's kind of a two-parter. And was Clayface the only role that you were up for? Clayface was the only role I was up for. I hadn't ever auditioned for the show before. And uh, no one saw me in anything except they perhaps saw my reel. I I don't know. But my agent just got the audition and I showed up. Like I said, without knowing a lot about the show, I, I watched an episode, but then I also didn't know a lot about the character. In fact, when I was auditioning for it, I think they keep things pretty tight. Um, tight-lipped when they send out breakdowns for the characters. And this character was not called Clayface um, originally. And so, you know, I think it was Basil was the name of the the character as, as my agent submitted it. So I didn't have any, it wasn't, I, in other words, I knew the show was about you know, the DC comics legacy, but I didn't know sort of who Basil Basil was at the time. And so uh, I learned only after getting the job and showing up on set for, for makeup and hair uh, and, and wardrobe that that was who I was going to be playing. And, uh, and it got leaked also to um, Twitter. And I don't know how that, how that happened, but somebody leaked the information that that's who I was going to be playing and uh, so I was overwhelmed, really overwhelmed with the amount of attention that, that um, Clayface got, essentially, about being on the show. It was a wild day when all of a sudden my, <laughs> my, my phone just blew up in a huge way uh, about the fact that I was going to be on the show playing Clayface. So it was a wild day. Yeah, everything, I mean, everything gets late nowadays, so... It was crazy. Well, I guess. Knows something, they get fleeced. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, uh, so I, I want to ask this really quick question, not to cut you off, Kanan. Um, speaking of the okay. DC, DC universe and how much hype is around um, DC right now, um, well deserved, actually. You know, from seeing stuff like Gotham. I did want to ask you: Are you? Do you keep up with any of the other DC shows? No. No, but if they want it's me to gone. be on them, I'll start watching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> I just had to ask. No, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to watch everything. You know, it's really hard. Um, but it's exciting, and that you know, I'm keeping up as much as I can on my you know my own show, and uh, you know, there's a lot of other stuff going on. But no, I'm interested in it now. It's not that I'm intentionally avoiding it. It's just sort of not where I. Uh, where I'd love to go, but, you know, I, I get excited by what, like, all of the people who love the show are into, and I hear about stuff. I've, I've been hearing a bunch about what's going on with Clayface in the comic books. Um, sounds like he's having a really wild ride. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just, it's such a fun character to play with, um, because it's like, imagine if when you were a kid, you had a toy box filled with all kinds of toys. Clayface yeah. is like that. He's, he's like he's like any kind of toy you can imagine. He could become yeah. anything. Really thin, yeah. So it, it's just so fun to take well, a character that you can because you can never go. Well, I don't know what I can do with Clayface this season. 
anything. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah. And, and you guys, what did you think <laughs> about? Were you totally surprised that uh, that Clayface was, you know, playing? Um, you know, Oswald's dad? Was that like a, a surprise to you yeah. guys or what? I mean I felt yeah. like it was such a huge Yeah, I was it caught me off guard. Yeah, I was very it, I was very shocked when I saw it and I was so glad though that they brought you back because, you know, the the season you were in number two. I just was so shocked, like I just laughed but I was like, Oh my goodness, I cannot believe I didn't guess that. And I mean I'm really thinking that, you know, this is just Paul Rubin's ghost and then they, they show you and I'm just like, Oh my goodness, they're you know where are they going to go with this? So, I mean, they I did mean, it. That's huge to surprise people these days. Yeah. You know, is no easy thing. And I got to hand it to them. When I read the episode, I was like, wow. And I did it. I have to say, I, I also did a great job of not spilling the beans, um, although I really wanted to. Uh, <laughs> we had a pretty open set when we were shooting the outdoor stuff. And there were a lot of people around taking photos. So there were there were like a few photos that were leaked about with me and Paul looking exactly the same. So I think a few people put it together, but mostly the sense I got was that people were excited and totally surprised, which which rocks. That's awesome. I mean, I, I can say this about us: we are we are purists when it comes to us wanting to watch it in the purest form. Right. So even if there <laughs> were reports of you know that possibly being the case, none of us really wanted to know we wanted to just enjoy the show we like to be surprised exactly i mean I, i'll go as far back as the first season remember the end of, i think it was the end of the first season where it turned out uh penguin was working with falcone right, right. uh at, you know all as a ploy to take out fish right. like i never mm-hmm. saw that coming. the way they said it of all season there's no way falcone was working with penguin right, right. he could barely stay in the side of it. you right, know what right. i'm saying it was always he would he would tolerate him because of fish Right, right. So to know that they were in cahoots together was just like, wait, twist. what? Yeah. You know. So I, I, I've I've come to expect surprises. Yeah. I just don't know when, where, how. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Gotham just it keeps you on your toes, yeah. and it's very rare that you get any type of superhero show, comic, anything yeah. that keeps you on your toes. Right. Um, as often as, as Gotham has. So that definitely was, was a huge surprise to us. Um, and it was a very pleasant surprise also uh, to know that it was all part of Ridley's plan. Yeah. Um, so it was it was really fun. It was really fun. But, Kanan, what other questions did you have? Uh, well, I was going to ask you, do you, if do your obligations with Gotham, does it, are you strictly obligated to that as far as DC properties? Or, you know, if... Zack Snyder or Jeff Johns call you and say, hey, we want you to come, you know, because Snyder has been known to cast people from uh, other shows. He's cast people from Smallville. Um, I think there might oh, have yeah. been even some people cast from, uh, yeah. uh, from right. you know, maybe Arrow. Uh, but it, could you, could, you know, if you were asked, you know, could you go and actually do um, a DCEU uh, film? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea how that'll work. I, I, I sort of leave that up to the, the business side of things. Um, so I have no idea. I'd have to sort of look into the contract. I, I imagine that there's room for all of that, right? It's all DC stuff, and I think that they're always happy to support one another. In other words, I don't think I'm owned by anyone. Uh, I don't think that you know Gotham or Warner Brothers owns the the rights to the character, but I don't know. It's a good question. Because that would be awesome, actually. 
that definitely would be awesome to, to see you expand into the movie universe because we know at that point if you're in the movie universe we will see the full blown out clay monster uh, yeah. that we're used to seeing from the comics um you know because they have the actual full-grown batman so we know batman would have to face fully grown uh clay face which would be awesome but i did want to ask i did want to ask this question also to step outside of gotham a little bit um or just tv in general um, is it true that you do, uh, you're, you're an acting coach? Yeah, I do. I do a lot of coaching for actors, both in television, film and, um, and theater. How is, how is that transition from theater to television? Which, which, which do you prefer? Which do I prefer? You know, these, it's, it's always dependent on what I'm doing at the time. When I'm doing something, you know, on television, I'm always missing theater. And when I'm doing something in theater, I'm always missing um, doing something in television or film. The great thing is that as an actor, particularly in these days, you can do a lot of different things. It's um, you're not limited. So I really enjoy jumping between back, you know, this and that. And uh, certainly you can do things on camera and in film that you can't do in other places. And so that's really exciting. You know, the theater is limited in some ways, um, but it's also really exciting to have a live audience there. Although I have to say with Twitter, you know, to follow along with uh, live tweets from Gotham while it's airing, I mean, there's nothing like that to, to, to sort of have instant response. That is a kind right. of audience. And I have to say, it's like theater, you know, with a few seconds delay, but, you get the feedback, which is, I think, something that you really miss um, in 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 generally in television and film. Absolutely, and I asked mainly because I I, I wanted to get into acting, so you know oh, you it's do. always good to, absolutely it's always good to know someone who's an acting coach. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, I've worked with all kinds of actors. Um, some who are beginning and some who have careers on, uh, you know, in, in television, film and theater. And uh, I, I, yeah, I think it's a great honor to really help other actors do what they need to do. And I love it. Absolutely. I think acting is one of the purest and most beautiful forms of art. Um, so that we have, you know, people out there that are continuing um, you know, great acting, uh, mainly because I feel as though, like, in the past, what, 10 years, uh, most of the, the top actors that we see aren't even from here. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it, it's become like a lost art here. Mm-hmm. So it's good to know that we have people like you, Brian, who are trying to keep it going, right. uh, you know, from within here. Uh, because, yeah, you know, well, that's nice to say. I mean, I, honestly, it, it, it's great to know that because I, I just for once would like to know that uh, a star actor, when he's in an interview, doesn't have a British accent. You know? Not that there's anything wrong, wrong with that. I'm just saying they, they, they do say that the best actors come from there, and I would like us to just yeah. show that that's not always now, the case. Now that you say that, I wish I had given you a British accent just to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have I would have felt so horrible. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, but um 
No, but definitely. And you know Barbara on the show, she's British, and I didn't even know that. Really? I didn't know that. You yeah. never know. I was like, never what? Know. They are so she talented. May, you know, I shouldn't say that. I'm not sure she's British, although I think she is. She might be Australian. I can't remember now oh, okay. where she's from, but I was surprised, yeah. It, it's very surprising, and it comes out of nowhere. For the longest, I didn't know Hugh Jackman was Australian. Yeah. I didn't know Christian Idris Elba, Christian Bale. And then when you see these guys do interviews, you're just like, is he, like, trying to be fun? And it's like, no, that's, that's actually him. And it's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can't tell. You can't tell. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, she, it, she, is, uh, she is from the United Kingdom. She's from Penarth. Okay. So, yeah. so, so does she talk like she does as Barbara on set, or does she talk how she does in in her regular life when she's on? Oh yeah, on... she just talks like she talks. Yeah, and then when oh. we when we roll, you know, I guess her character is not you know, not British, so she uh, right. she speaks from that. But she's great. I mean, even if she did speak with a British accent, I think that character would still work. So it's I think her di- her dialect is really good. I would have never known. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know. You, <laughs> you could never, you could never make the, the you know, the distinction between exactly, yeah. between the two. But Joel, you right. had a, you had a question you wanted to ask. Only real question I actually had, um, or other question I had was, what will we be seeing you again anytime soon in the uh, in Gotham? Yeah, I can't even say. That's the worst thing. Um, they don't like let you say, and so I can't say. But I, I, I would love to hear what you guys want to see, because that would be, you know, helpful. Cause you guys are so into the show. I'm curious about what your hopes are for this guy and, and maybe the show in general. Well, I mean, honestly, as far as Clayface, I want Clayface to have a more dominant role right. in the show. Um, I, want to see I don't, depth from it, right. Time. I don't want to, I don't, I, I don't want him to continuously be a pawn. I want him to be, mm-hmm. you know, like, like a King, be a King. Right. Be be out there mm-hmm. making moves, right? Be out there making moves uh, that Clayface thinks is beneficial to Clayface. I want to see. Um, yeah, I agree. With absolutely. You. Like, I, I know Joel. I know you and Kanan might might remember this. The animated show, The Batman, uh-huh. the the newer one. Right. Remember how Clayface was more outgoing, uh-huh. to where he wanted to be this huge theater guy, uh-huh. and he thought becoming Clayface was such a gift because he could be the world's greatest actor because you're being right. a thousand different people. So Clayface is an actor. Right. <laughs> in, right. His, in his occupation. I don't know what Basil's history is in Gotham because they never really go into it. Right. But, uh, Basil Carlo Clayface is an actor prior to becoming Clayface. I mean, I'd like to see a story mm-hmm. arc because the see they do story arcs. It's not more of like a day-to-day right. uh, type of season. It's a story arc. So I'd love to see a story arc where, you know, Clayface is like, you know what? I want to be the face of the show. I've seen Jerome do it. I've seen Penguin, Riddler. I want to be the face of Gotham or the face of, you know, the face that everyone's seeing and talking about that's, you know, circulating on TV and newspapers. And he just goes out and tries to make a big splash on his own. Maybe through that Uh we'll see the the metamorphosis of him becoming the Clayface that we've seen in the comics. But I'd really like him to be a more dominant piece in that show because you do such a great job, and Clayface is such a fun character to play around with. There's a lot of potential in Clayface. Absolutely. Yeah. There's huge potential. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that. I also think you're you're really onto something, which is what what he'll be when he can do what he wants to do. You know, I think being a creation of Doctor Strange 
he's he's very much uh, growing into himself, and I think at some point he's going to want to step up, uh, and that would be really fun. I mean, that, that's all that's all we can hope for because, okay. like I said, that would be a really, really, really great story arc. Because think, I, I can even picture it in my head now, to where it's like you think Gordon's talking to you know just this regular guy, and it turns out it's Clayface. Yeah. You know, always staying a step ahead of of Gordon because he can transform into anybody. Like right, right. if, if mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if he knows that Gordon has uh, a meeting with the mayor, you know, he can transform into the mayor and know what Gordon's trying to do and be a step ahead. You know, it's just so much he could, you know, Clayface could do, that character could do. And it can go beyond just Facebook. It can go, absolutely, absolutely. So we just want to see so much more from Clayface. (laughs) This little snippet we keep getting, we need more. We desperately need more. Yeah, Yeah, and I I agree with uh, Juwan as far as, like, I, I want your character to be kind of his own person because Clayface, is the T-1000 of the Batman universe. I would really like to see his character progress where he can create the projectiles and, you know, Clayface can, uh, you know, form solid objects and, you know, use his body as a weapon. I mean, that would be cool. I would like even just for your character to be in kind of a one-on-one with somebody and they, like, shoot you and, like, we see your face just mold back. You know, like the T-1000 did in Terminator 2. I mean, there's... You Clayface's character can be very dominant. I, I agree with Juwan. I don't want to see him as just a hired help. I think Clayface is a very formidable foe, and he does not—he doesn't need to work for anybody. I think he could run Gotham by by himself. So, I, I really would like to see them expand for sure. And the reason why I like the idea of Clayface is because we've seen Joker and Penguin and Riddler. We've seen them them done before, and I right. love how they are on the show. But Clayface has never been done. It's never been done in the movies, never been done on any show until now, except for the animated series. But a live action, that's why I'm so intrigued by the characters. I'm like, yes, they're getting into other, uh, you know, they're getting into other characters. You know, we saw Mad Hatter. And so those are the characters I'm more drawn to just because there's so many other villains in the Batman universe instead of Joker, Riddler, Penguin. We don't need, you know, they don't have to do them all the time, even though those actors do a great job. I mean, Cameron Monaghan, excellent. I mean, they don't call him Joker, but let's face it, he's Joker. But mm-hmm. I want, yeah, I mean, and what you brought to the show so far, I, th- I think they really need to take advantage of it and, and expand it. I mean, I'd like for you know to see them maybe have a whole episode, you know, dedicated to you know just your character, or maybe even a story arc. Um, mm-hmm you know, to kind of expand on it, to give, you know, like I said, to kind of have the time to use the the budget for those kind of special effects and, and give us, you know, the clay face that we, we know from the comics and uh, the animated series. Well, I bet they're listening. I mean, I don't know if they're listening to us right now, but I think that they, you know, one of the things that's been clear to me about that show is they really do listen. All of these shows listen very much to what the fans are saying and what people want from these shows. So if that's, that's, I mean, they need ideas too. So perhaps they'll be uh, lucky to, you know, hear from you guys and 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 anybody who has an interest in any character in the DC universe. Um, I think that they really like to know what people are interested in. I mean, we definitely. Yeah, I, I really hope so. We'll definitely circulate this so yeah. as many people involved in this show can hear it as yeah. possible. 
Um, it's done such a great job so far. It doesn't really need our opinion right. because it's done such a great job. Um, and I, I, I'm definite that it will continue to have success going forward. But it's just some 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 things like that. Like, we just want to see more from Clayface. The villains run the show. Exactly. The villains run the show, so why not? I mean, Mad Hatter <laughs> had a story arc, so why can't we get a character who's exactly. been there for a while have his own story arc? Uh, actually, and honestly, as we're talking to you, who knows? Maybe that is something that's know. happening. I, I was just about to say <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case next season. Absolutely. And I mean, Brian, we know you couldn't tell us regardless. <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Everything we're saying, the you know, the director of Gotham could be sitting there like, yeah, no, we're working on it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys Absolutely. are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian. Well, I, I, mean, I really hope that, uh, you know, I really hope that this opens the door for you for other movies if that's what you want to do. Uh, you know, I I support your you know, career. I'm going to continue to follow it. Uh, so I hope that, you know, like I said, one, you get a bigger role in Gotham. And two, you know, I hope that, you know, this will open the door, you know, for other avenues. Um, if that's what you want to do, I I don't get out to the theater uh, much, but I'm hoping that you'll continue to do movies and TV shows so that we can experience your talent. No, that's really nice. Thank you. That's that's really nice. Yeah, and I'm just lucky to have had the opportunities I've had and, and feel really grateful. And uh, you guys are really fantastic for reaching out. I'm happy to support you guys as well. Absolutely. I mean, it's been a pleasure having you. Um, and we want to thank you again for answering all of our crazy questions. Um, <laughs> it's just really good to talk to somebody who has a love for his craft. Um, on and off the screen because uh, a lot of guys say, say stuff you know off the screen because they have to I mean you can't dog where, where you work right. um, but I truly sense the passion you, you, you have for it on and off the screen um, we, we can see that and like, like, like we said we love what you've done so far we just want to see you be the king of Gotham uh, <laughs> at least for a story arc I want to play clown yeah. <laughs> we want you to to, to rule Gotham, at least for a story arc. Yeah. Um, That's great. Like I said, thank you again for joining us, um, and we'd love to have you anytime you're free. Uh, well, thanks a lot, guys. It's been a real pleasure. Uh, you guys rock. Thanks a lot thank for um, loving the show. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, hopefully we can oh, talk again um, after this season wraps. Yeah, that'd be cool. That, let's, um, do yeah let's do it. Absolutely. Um, when... When does Gotham come back? I completely forgot. It's about, I don't know, it's like a few weeks. I don't know the date. It's like, yes, the 24th of April. Oh, okay. That's April. Kind of, yeah, like another month. Yeah. I tell you, man, Gotham knows how to, knows how to drain you. <laughs> Making you wait. <laughs> wait for it to come yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a month from now. Almost a month from now. It's a month. Yeah, it's a month. Kill me, they kill me. It 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 it's a killer. But listen, it's it's worth the wait. Sure. And if this second half is any indication of how great the first half was, yeah. um, 
very strong season. So right, far. right. It's been a, a very strong season. Where's yeah. had a mix? Mad Hatter, Jerome, no. Riddler's arc with uh, no, I, really, I really like the Riddler. Right. It, it tells multiple stories in one. Um, so yeah, we're really, and we're really, and we're hopeful for a fourth season. So hopefully that'll be announced soon too. I hope so too. I, I'll tell you this: um, if we can do anything to assure that a fourth <laughs> season will be here, so we can see you take over in that fourth <laughs> season. Um, we will do our part. Uh, we will definitely do our part. Um, Brian, thank you again. Like thank I said, thank you guys. Um, you you definitely inspire me to to do more in into acting, uh, especially in well, the theater. Well, good luck to you too. Yeah, good luck thank to you. you. That's awesome. awesome. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks right, a lot. Guys. Take care. No problem. Thank you, you so much. Thank you. All right. So again, we just wanted to thank Brian on this very special episode of Geek Vibes Interview. All right. Um, we will have Interview a lot more. Coming guys, we Woo-hoo. we we might as well just say it now. You want to tell them now? Let's tell them you now. Sure? Go ahead, Joel. Break the news. Break the news, Joel. Okay, we're talking about Saturday. We're talking. Whoops. Yeah, we're talking okay. about Saturday. I'm so excited, I'm gonna broke the table. <laughs> I'm breaking the table over here. But go ahead, talk about Saturday. Okay, so apparently, I don't know. According to this guy over here, <laughs> rumor oh, has rumor has it. <laughs> That uh, Saturday we will have a guest, a very special guest. A guest very to me, guest. well, you very, you may, maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you've, you've heard of? Him. Oh, you probably heard of him. I, I mean, if you heard of a little show called Luke Cage, little you know, one, this little, one. a little yeah. small one, looks on like Netflix. The showrunner of Luke Cage, Tio Hadori, will mm-hmm. be our guest Saturday night. Uh, what time? 8 p.m. Eastern, as, as usual. As usual, 8 as the Saturday, We will have Steel Hidori Cooker himself. Mm-hmm. He'll be here. He will uh, not here, but he'll be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be on the show with us. All right, he'll be on the show with us. We'll be able to ask him some questions. If you guys have any questions, you let us to, know so we can ask them. Absolutely. If you guys have any questions, you guys, uh, if you follow our Instagram, uh, our email right. is on there. Email us your questions. If you follow us on Facebook. Post something to the page or on Twitter. Tweet at us, Kanan. You uh, you have such a, uh, an amazing following. Tell everyone who enjoyed the show to tweet at us. Um, we will ask. We we can't have you on with him because you might ask something that's not allowed to be asked. So if you send us the questions, we can filter them and ask and give you a shout out. Right. Um, when we do fan questions with. So everyone, stay tuned. We have so much more um, guests coming up. Possible. So much more guests Possible coming up. Possible big guests. We don't know yet. Possible huge guests coming. But again, I want to thank Brian for joining us. Yeah, he was great. Um, he was an amazing was guest. And I want to take the time to give someone a shout out. I don't give a shout out to often enough. I want to thank Kanan, Kanan, who successfully helped us land Brian, for this interview. Thank you, Kanan. Uh, Kanan does an amazing job recruiting guests. Um, he reaches out amazing. to everybody. I, I want to say that because I don't want it to ever seem like, oh, you want to get... No. Kanan is, is behind the scenes doing all the dirty work. Kanan is the Twitter king. He's friend. a Twitter... I was on Twitter a lot, and then I met Kanan. Kanan revolutionized <laughs> what it meant to be on Twitter. Um, so I want to make sure I give you all the, the glory and the, um, the respect because, Kanan, you do so much for us, and I want everyone to know that. 
And also go follow Kanan on Twitter at Fiction Fight. Um, Do that. That man, that man knows how to run a Twitter page. He'll be changing his name to King Kanan. Yes, it will be King Kanan yeah. very yeah. soon. Um, <laughs> no, but no, I'll just, and, uh, Go ahead, Kanan. I was just going to say that yes, we're going to the the site is going to go through a little bit of a change, uh, you know, here shortly, and to help kind of promote the shows and we're going to start kind of a geek vibes nation and so fiction fight will still have the same content but we're going to go uh in that direction and yeah so we're going to have all of the podcast links we're going to link uh dane's uh wrestling uh podcast we're going to do the geek minded podcast all that will be uh shared uh on the twitter page and yes we're going to continue to uh promote uh, articles and we're going to try to continue to get the best um that we can for the show and i think you know we can't name everybody right now but Jawan has gone and done a pretty good job of lining up some people um so yes please stay tuned to facebook and instagram and twitter and definitely the shows and if you you know aren't familiar with some of the stuff you you will uh, once I get everything situated on the Twitter page. Absolutely. And thank you a ton, Kanan. Um, you, the way you run that page, like I said, is just amazing. Um, yeah. you, the fiction fight, um, you know, you posting the articles and everything, you do such an amazing job. And like I said, you've been reaching out to a majority of, of the, the people that I've been promoting. Right. Um, so you've done an amazing job as our ambassador of social social relations, I guess. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Um, ambassador of social relations. I think that's an amazing title. Um, but again, guys, we're rambling now. But we have so much in store for you. So stay tuned for the Geek Minded Podcast that will be coming this week. Fine. Right. <laughs> It'll be coming this week. Um, and also stay tuned. We will have an Iron Fist and Power Rangers review at some point this week, mm-hmm. weekend, um, before Monday. We'll try to have all this out. All of this out. All of this out. All before in Monday. We'll spread it out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Everybody. thanks again, guys. <laughs> Everyone who tuned in on the Facebook Live that I did very shortly to show you guys that we do great things like this. We're not like these other groups. We just post a bunch of crap. We're out there transcending the the idea of a geek page by getting guys on Brian uh, and just getting a a look into the other side. Yes. Um, like I said, guys, we're we're looking to do bigger and better things, and we're doing it a step at a time. But again, I couldn't do it without my amazing, amazing, amazing group of uh, buddies here, Kanan, Joel, Dane, uh, and Nick. You guys all do such an amazing job um, helping Geek Vibes further itself. Um, and I just love working with you guys. But like I said, we're rambling, so we're going to end it here. Um, <laughs> thanks again to Brian for now, this joining is, us. This is good. This is good plug. This time that we get to kind of give back to everybody that does support us, uh, you know, just kind of taking the time to be able to uh, promote the show and the site because we don't really get a chance to do that. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about what we got going on. Uh, Juwan's a very busy man. I try to stay busy. Everybody's busy, 
getting stuff together. So, yes, good good things. Very good things. And also stay tuned Friday night. It won't be Thursday. Friday night, stay tuned for um, Wrestling Geek Alliance with Dane and Chris and possible special guest Joel. Um Possibly. That's why I said possible. I say definitive. Possible. Um, but join them, break down um, everything in wrestling as they get into full gear for WrestleMania, which is literally next Sunday. Yes. Um, so Dane and Chris will be riding that, uh, maybe that on next week's momentum train. <laughs> yeah, or maybe I'll, I'll talk to Dane, maybe see if we could do a live show of WrestleMania. Whereas we're we're all watching it, we're doing a live show talking about each match and everything like that. Even though the the highest we can go is two hours, so yeah. maybe I'll save it for the back end. Um, but who knows? We'll figure something out. Um, we'll tweet it, right? Oh, can we, we will live tweet. Can we talk about the? Uh, yeah, can we talk about the uh, the little wager that me and Dane have? I don't know if y'all brought it up on the show uh, Saturday or well, not. Actually, actually Kanan, I want to bring it up because Dane said he will be here this Saturday. I want I want to after we talk to Tio a little bit before we end that show I want I want you guys to fully go into the wager that you have. Um, yeah, the, wager was. the wager was Pirates of the Caribbean oh, with, with, oh, Duke, okay. with what? Some more than Guardians? Uh, I think it was no oh, that oh, it oh, will that it will that it will cross the billion. Right. Oh, that it will cross the billion. We okay. Won't know for like two, yeah, because I want you and I want you and Dane to go head to head so we can kind of like gas it. I know I'm going to gas the hell out of this. Because uh, <laughs> I want it to be fun. I want people to, to really tune in and go, I want to see what Pirates does. We're going to watch box office the wise. box office. Absolutely. Because they're, they're going to go, I want to know who won this bet, Kanan or Dane. Like, Just so you guys know. Pirates, exactly. <laughs> Just so you guys know, spoiler alert, Kanan is four Pirates grossing uh, a, billion. a billion. And Dane does not believe in the Pirates franchise we'll whatsoever. I yeah. love pirates. Go pirates. I love pirates. I was actually just watching. Um, what was the one with the squid face guy? Second one. Yes, yeah, second one. I was just watching oh, that one. And he's at in uh, at World's End, right? Yeah, but I was watching Chef Dead Man's Chest, which Man. that was really, really, really good. But like I said, we're now rambling. So again, thank thank you guys, everyone who tuned in to um this special edition of Geek Vibes interview, or as Joel was saying interview with Geek Vibes. Yeah. Um, we will be talking to you guys again Saturday. Kanan, thank you again for everything. And we will be doing this again Saturday. 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 Come back. Yes. Come back. All right. So we will talk to you guys Saturday. On that note. Oh, on that note, goodbye. Adios. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Double A. Double A. <laughs>